Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. A Matt Mosley Show, Campus Confidential, coming up at uh, 440. But Brad Shelton uh, from Midway on the line now, the uh, athletic director out there. Brad, uh, man, it's always fun to uh, catch up with you. And uh, this is this is when it gets really fun. This time of year, uh, scrimmage for Midway, I believe, this evening. Brad, you and your athletic training staff, are, I, I bet you're taking extra precautions with uh, – with this weather, I think it was about 106 last time I looked. Uh, can you just can you just have the scrimmage indoors? And uh, I mean, you do have that beautiful facility out there. How you doing, by the way? I, I'm great. I'm great. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's been a long time, so I appreciate the reaching out, man. I, I, I enjoy talking to you. Well, I enjoy. Go ahead. I was just gonna say you are you you are correct. We have a got our first scrimmage tonight shoemakers coming to town and we're waiting we're going to wait till about five until it till it warms up a little bit because you know it's only it's only about 105 right now we'll see if we get to 106 107 and go outside <laughs> you got the ice baths ready uh always on the ready and and boy y'all take that very seriously and you got to kind of acclimate uh the players to it and that's that's very important uh in this kind of heat wave that we're experiencing brad i mean i it, in for in terms of acclimating you just can't do it like the old days can you in terms of hey let's get the pads on oh we we've had them out here in, in uh, shorts and shells for a day or two let's put the pads on them uh much like nfl and these college teams you really have to kind of work your way up to this i would imagine like, how many padded practices have you had? And I would think it's you probably haven't had as many as you used to have back in, say, when you got into this business 20 years ago or so. Oh, so there's no question. And, you know, back when back when we played, you know, it, <laughs> there weren't a lot of rules associated with it. And you're, you're sucking on towels to try to get water, and you just, you just did it. Yeah, you didn't know any different. And, uh, fortunately, we're a lot smarter now than – than we than we were a few years ago, and and the UIL has a has a great set of recommendations and rules that we've got to follow. But you know, we we started you know a couple of Mondays ago, and you know your first five days are just trying to get acclimated. And you know, I thought you know at that time year for us, we were able to go in the morning. Uh, we, we'd have a long practice. We and we'd give them multiple breaks, we, but we got to go in the morning. It was a little cooler, and it really wasn't bad on out on the grass in the field. It, it wasn't terrible, and you know, we our strength and conditioning numbers are great. So our kids have been working really hard all summer, but you're, but there's, there's, you can't simulate anything like it is right now outside. So all right. know, that first week we're in shorts and shoulder, uh, shoulder pads and helmets, very little contact. And then, you know, after about, after fifth day, then, then we start putting the pants on and, and getting a little contact. So what does Brad, what does progress look like for midway this year? I mean, everybody wants y'all to go back to being the juggernaut that you were in all the playoffs every year, 2019, y'all got put in that horrible district and you took some hits. Now in a better district, certainly, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it an easy district. I mean, it's still very deep, extremely talented. What do, you, what do you kind of find yourself looking for this year, other than just wins? Um, is it, hey, getting back to being competitive in, in all of these games? Like, where are you when you, when you, when you kind of look at this program right now? Yeah, so that's a good question, a very fair question. Uh, you know, you know when, you're absolutely right. When we went to DeSoto, Duncanville, that, that's a different level. I mean, it really, it just, it just is. That I-20 corridor is unbelievable. 
And, and then when we came back here, you know, we'd won this district, you know, 12 years in a row or so, go to Duncanville, come back. And, you know, we weren't, we weren't the Midway Panthers of, of you know, 12 years ago or, or four years ago. Uh, we still had some lumps and, and, and a little bit in, from that district and COVID and, and bouncing back from all of those adversities. Uh, so, the, so last year was by no means a successful year for us. Uh, so obviously we still had the same goals. We wanted to win district championship. We want to play into the playoffs. We want to play in, at Thanksgiving. We want to play in December like every other high school in the state of Texas is playing that's padding up. That is, we're going to have the same four goals. Uh, but to your question, you know, the thing that the thing that I want to look at it from an athletic director standpoint is just improvement and consistency. Can we do things well? Are we consistent? Are our kids playing hard? You know, they're going to get hit in the mouth and their bad plays are going to happen. And we're going to make mistakes, the coaches, the kids, myself, everybody. But, you know, do we play through them? Do we play through them with some competitive spirit and some drive and some heart? And I think if we do those things, we're going to be OK. I've been really excited about what's taking place out there. And, you know, we've had – we have 17 high school football coaches on staff. We've got 10 new ones. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been a, a nice infusion of new people, new ideas, new thoughts. You know, last year, you know, Tommy Allison was our OC, and he gets the, the Walnut Grove head coaching job in Prosper. Uh, K-Ron was our defensive coordinator. Uh, he gets the head job at university. We had two position coaches go get coordinator jobs. Uh, so, it, you know, it's been been a little bit of a turnover, but I'm really excited about the staff that Shane's put together. Coach Anderson's done a really good job recruiting. Uh, the OC is Chad President, a familiar name to Central Texas, quarterback at Temple, you know, rec- recruited, verbally committed to Baylor, ended up going to Tulsa. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a great young coach and will be a head coach whenever he's ready. Uh, and then our new defensive coordinator is John and Clint Clayton coming from Mineral Wells, but a coach with Shane at Conley when, when they really got Conley going and, and kind of flipped that. Uh, and, and he's done a really, really good job. I'm telling you, I, I, I've been real, real pleased. And, uh, but we'll find out today when, when we line up against someone other than ourselves and, and, and see where the, you know, when, when the, when the metal meets the road, where we're at. Isn't it weird to have everybody wanting your coaches despite y'all going through some down seasons like you have? I mean, it's generally when you have the record y'all had last year, you're not thinking, well, we're going to lose our offensive and defensive coordinator. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, I think it speaks to people recognize good coaches and you're putting good staffs together. So even when you're struggling a little bit, I think people want some of your personnel. Um, but that is kind of different, isn't it? Generally, you're trying to hire people, you know, that are, com- are coming off big, uh, great seasons or playoff runs, and uh, yet you're still losing coaches on an annual basis. Yeah, to, to your point, you win three football games. Yeah, you might go, might be looking for a new OC in DC, but it's not because they <laughs> had coaching jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in all fairness to those guys, I'm telling you, KJ at university is going to do a great job. He's a great young coach. He's going to do a really good job. He did a great job for us. Uh, and Tommy's Tommy. I mean, his resume speaks for himself. But you're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, Midway still has it. And that's why we're, you know, to, to your point again, that's why we're having to play Odessa and Rockwall Heath. And even though we've had some down years, Midway still has a decent name and a decent reputation. And, and it's hard to find non-district games. Yeah, it is. And, boy, Heath got uh, their coach back, didn't they? They got uh, Rodney came back from uh, Highland Park. It just uh, 
Guys have trouble sometimes uh, staying as AD. I mean, that's that seems like an awesome job to me to be an AD at Highland Park, make all that money. But he couldn't help himself. He had to get back on the sideline, and he's at Heath, and you know they'll have that thing loaded and ready to go. Now, what about um, some of these other sports? Uh, talking to Brad Shelton, the athletic director at Midway. You know, this is the time of year. We start hearing and, and meeting the volleyball players. Y'all put out some great players in the past. You've got great golfers. I mean, what, what about some of these other um, sports, these fall sports? Uh, how excited are you about those programs? Uh, so, well, I'll just tell you, you know, we've been at it for about 18 days, but it, doesn't, it feels like we've never left. We had real strong summer camps and summer strength and conditioning. We'd have a thousand kids here every day. I mean, I'm not, I'm not embellishing that or making, we'd have a thousand kids here every day running through. <laughs> and then, and then, and it's cyclical and, you know, that's June and then July we keep strength and conditioning going, but it's maintenance and upkeep and get the gyms resurfaced and all of those things. And it builds that anticipation of, okay, it's coming, it's coming. You know, that are you walk in, you smell the lacquer on the floor, you know, you, and then all of a sudden, the, the calendar flips to August, and all of a sudden, the band's playing, and the goaltenders are out dancing, and the cheerleaders are starting to get stuff together. And then before you know it, we're, we're playing tennis. We're in water polo. We're in volleyball. We're in cross country. We're doing it all, uh, and it happens quick. But it, it really is the most exciting time of the year just because it's fresh, it's new, and you welcome everybody back, and there's this just general enthusiasm that's just really organic. Uh, so it's a lot of fun in, in tennis. Tennis, heck, tennis has been playing. They've played eight matches. They're six and two. Mm. They start. They start district play next Tuesday already. I mean, it's it, it comes quick. Uh, and I and I and I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to our tennis coach, uh, Coach Simon. He won his 400th career victory uh, last week. So uh, you know, that's a, obviously that's a win 400 matches. That's 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 a pretty big deal. But uh, water polo went to their first tournament last week. Uh, went to Keller, competed well. Our girls got got second. We got the silver medal. Uh, volleyball, volleyball's played. Uh, they're at a tournament today, so they will have played. I think their 14th game by the end of the day today. <laughs> so it's it's un- unbelievable. Cross country goes tomorrow for their first official meet. They ran a little. We ran a little two mile stadium relay meet at our our place last week. But it's here, man. It's here, and it's exciting. Our kids are competing, and and wouldn't want to be anywhere else. You need to add some of those indoor. I mean, can can tennis? Is there any way tennis can come in there and do something in that indoor facility? I mean, it's amazing how multi-purpose it is. I'm just trying to think what you could put down uh, if there's any portion of it. And could you put some pickleball in it? I mean, at some point, pickleball is going to become a UIL sport. I mean, this is growing too fast, and it's too exciting. And you know there are people already using your tennis courts, I'm sure, to play some pickleball on. Oh, the, every weekend. And I'll tell you a funny story. We've gotten to a lot of our kids. To your point about you, a lot of our kids are playing pickleball. And I'm walking through the – we have a little T-shirt shop in the high school. And I'm walking by it the other day, and we've got an official Midway pickleball shirt that, we're, that they're selling. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's here, man. Are you uh, – have you sampled – I mean, you're an athletic guy. Uh, have, you, uh, have you played some uh, pickleball? I, when when COVID happened and we were all at, at the house, we have I live out in Twin Rivers and they they put in some pickleball courts, and we we played it quite a bit. But once once things kind of got back to normalcy, I, I'll be honest, I, I I put my rackets on the shelf, my paddles on the shelf. <laughs> but it's a fun game. I get it. I, I, I it, yeah, it, 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 it is fun, and it, 
but it's taken over. Uh, people are converting tennis courts to pickleball courts mm-hmm. all over America right now. Boy, that's a that's an adversarial relationship between the tennis players and the pickleballers, right? Because you're you're they're taking over some of those tennis courts as you're talking about. But it's so uh, it's growing so quickly. You can understand why they do it, and they they've got something in the Metroplex called chicken pickle, and it's you oh, know man. you got your chicken sandwiches and everything, like almost like a hundred courts. Some covered, some indoors. So it's becoming. I thought it might be a fad. But uh, I think, Brad, it's uh, it's here to stay. Well, it's going to be fun. All this stuff coming up. I'm excited to scrimmage. You said you got Shoemaker uh, tonight. And you got some folks from down the road in Belton that have moved in. And uh, I think your quarterback, Ty Brown. I mean, this yeah. is kind of exciting because Belton, uh, both, both communities have great athletes. But uh, I think if, um, if you're going to have somebody show up or their parents – get a job in town or whatever, that's not a bad place to be from. Uh, and, uh, and and I, I know I think a wide receiver you've added somebody. Um, I, I don't think we can really have a transfer portal in high school, but, uh, but I think that's, uh, it's exciting to get some of those, uh, those new players from Belton. And then uh, I, I think, I mean, y'all do have some great skill players, it seems like. We, we do, and, I, and I'll tell you, the, one of the ones that I've been really, really impressed with had, and has not played football uh, it's been a baseball-only kid, been a center fielder, tall, athletic, can run. Uh, and watching him at practice, I'm thinking, man, God, where has he been? What has he been doing? He should have been out here all along because he's got a real chance to be successful, a kid named Jackson Baird. And it's been a lot of mm. fun watching him kind of get into it. And, and I think he's really going to help us. And obviously, Ty Brown, you know, anytime you've got a guy back there who's done it for multiple years, been an offensive MVP of a district, can just flat-out spin the ball, but also has those intangibles, the leadership qualities. You know, you can't put a price on that. And uh, obviously a great move in. And I'll tell you, he's got a younger sister who's a sophomore who's a terrific basketball player uh, who's really going to help us on the girls' basketball court. So, uh, you know, we're really, obviously really excited about them. But, you know, we'll, we'll, be a, we'll be a little young on the offensive line. You know, that's obviously a, a, a very impactful group, and they've got to play really well. Uh, so our skill kids, I think, are pretty good. And defensively, I think we've got seven starters back. So a couple of them are, are three-year starters that, they, you know, had to start for us as sophomores. So, we, you know, we've, we've got a little depth and we've got a little experience. And, and anytime you've got a guy that can spin it a little bit, you think you got a chance. So Yeah. And, uh, and, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, you've got great support out there. And, uh, and, and they're into it. And, of course, they're going to make some noise at times because they're, they're that into it. And, like, hey, we want to get back to winning and all of that. But uh, you'd rather have it like that than the other way around, right, and, and, and have apathy set in or, or something like that. Y'all, y'all do have uh, tremendous uh, support, parents, everybody, alums, uh, everybody wanting to lend a helping hand. And I'm sure some of them are willing to kind of give you advice from time to time, Brad. <laughs> well, when, when you win three games, you take advice from about anybody. So uh, get, get help wherever we can. But you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And, but even even winning three games in, or two two games the year before, if you show up on Friday night, you'd have no idea because the student section is packed, parents are out, the band is playing, there's 20 cheerleaders out there dancing around and cheering. You know, there's 50 goaltenders. I mean, you, you wouldn't know if we were 10-0 and 0 or 0-10. Uh, the, the support we get in this community is, is unbelievable, and, they, and the, the support from the student section. I mean, we've got the best student section, uh, certainly around here, in my opinion, and I'm a little biased, but uh, it, they're incredible. It's packed. You don't want to go near it because there's so many of them squeezed in there. 
uh, watching the game and they're supporting on their team. And, that, and that's what you want. And uh, winning, winning's a lot of fun. There's no question. It's a lot better than the, uh, than the other option. So I, yeah. I, think, I think we'll give them something this community will be proud of this year. Now, whether that's, you know, 10-0 or eight wins or five wins, I, I don't know. That'll play, that's going to play itself out. But I think it's going to be a yeah. product and a, and a group of young men that this community can, can really be proud of. Okay, I've got you down as predicting eight wins, all right? <laughs> 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 well, let's, uh, let's go with that. Uh, how long do you have to be there to get 400 career tennis wins? I mean, that's uh, – uh, and maybe – I'm sure they've got, had some seasons where they just uh, uh, steamroll people. But um, is, that, is that like a 20-year a period, a 15-year period? Yeah. How long – how long does it take for a tennis coach to amass that many wins? Yep. Well, and, and so we're just talking about team tennis, and he's—I uh, think he's been here uh, eight, 18 years, 19 years. Okay. But he's also won, but he's also won district 21 years in a row, I believe. So there's been some pretty good years in there. Yeah, 20, that's 21, a... 21 straight district titles is pretty impressive. Yeah, my gosh. Yeah, I, w- I think I would. Uh... Give that guy, uh, what, yeah, whatever he needs uh, as he continues down that road. That is, uh, that is really, really impressive. Team tennis, who? So, uh, team tennis used to be, boy, be Midway, like Plano West was unbelievable. Yep. Highland Park, Alamo Heights. Back in my morning yep. news days, I used to cover a little team tennis. And by at that time, yep. I don't think Midway would have been in the same classification as some of those. But, uh, but yeah, man, what a. There's some. There's just some communities that play incredible uh, tennis, and it, sometimes yeah. it's people that can afford more lessons. I get all sure. that, but p- sure. part of that is just they play a ton, and those kids, no matter how much money they have, to be really good, you got to be out there constantly, and um, no and that's and that's what that that's what that takes. So I love watching those tennis matches. So I'll have to get out and see Midway play this year. Brad, have fun at the. Uh, out there at scrimmage and uh, keep everybody cool and uh, great to great to catch up with you and uh, y'all have a y'all have a great season good luck this season oh thanks man it's always a pleasure talking to you thanks sir you bet brad shelton there he goes the uh, ad out there at midway on the matt mosley show espn central texas all right